The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's go to Washington. Actually, let's go to Washington. We'll take a break uh, from right here and we'll head to Washington for an update what is happening there. Keep your texts coming this afternoon. I sure appreciate hearing from from everyone. And I do want to catch up on what is happening in the U.S. Uh, three weeks after the election. We know that yesterday the Trump administration finally agreed to cooperation with the Biden team on the transition to office. But President Trump says he will continue to fight the election results. And, oh, of course... This happened today, the great turkey pardon. Once again, Melania and I wish to thank everybody for your incredible courtesies and also wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And now it's time for the moment of our guests of honor. They've been waiting, and in this case, he's been waiting for this. And uh, bring him out. Look at that beautiful, beautiful bird. Oh, so lucky. That is a lucky bird. <laughs> Just every time I hear that, it makes me laugh. Reggie Cicchini is the Global News Washington Bureau producer and correspondent. He joins us now. Reggie, gosh, you must look forward to covering this every year. <laughs> it's, it's always exciting. And the fact that the president today called them magnificent gobblers just kind of it, it brought a sense of normalcy to what has been a, a not normal election year. <laughs> magnificent gobblers. Um, I'm not even going to get into the history about that whole uh, that whole event with you. But boy, oh boy, I did want to get into it with you. Just kind of where we stand on the transition. We know that yesterday, late yesterday, the General Services Administration ascertained that Biden is the apparent winner of the presidential election. First off, Reggie, for those of us who have no idea what the General Services Administration, what is it? So it's basically just a small agency that their sole job, really, uh, at, at, during an election year, is to recognize that there has been a winner in the election, and they unlock millions upon millions of dollars worth of funding and resources to allow an incoming administration to get up to speed when they're going to take control of the government after inauguration. Uh, that happened last night. It made the path much more clear for Joe Biden uh, to kind of get the ball rolling, but also, just within the last 15 or 20 minutes, We've now found out uh, that Joe Biden is officially going to be given the daily presidential brief as well. So this is now a full transfer of power that's underway. It is a full transfer of power. We know uh, President Trump saying that he is not, uh, he, he will never concede. Where do his legal challenges stand today? Well, I mean, look, he's still kind of one for 32 or one for 33. He's promising to move forward with these legal challenges. It's unclear what the ultimate goal here is, whether it's to try and kind of bolster up anger within the base to say uh, that he had an election stolen from him. Because as we have pointed out over and over again, there has been no substantial evidence of any widespread fraud in this election. That is why judges are simply not buying these arguments that are being brought to them. Uh, but nonetheless, the president is intending to go forward. There still is active litigation in some of these states. But just today, Nevada certified its results. Pennsylvania certified its results. Arizona and Wisconsin are next week. Those were the battleground states that, that the president was trying to delay or flip the vote. It's unlikely to happen now. So it's unclear what he's going to do going forward. 
Yeah, we saw, to, was it today or late yesterday that two of the swing states certified uh, Joe Biden as the winner as well, what Nevada, Nevada and Pennsylvania formally declared their results. So this continues to move forward. So with this transition of power, we know that uh, President-elect Biden um, is starting to name some key posts. Let's get into that as well. I thought it interesting today that uh, he named uh, John Kerry, uh, what was it, a senior climate post. He talked to um, you know, saying that that's the first time that it will have climate change on the agenda in the Situation Room. What does that signify uh, by naming John Kerry to that role? Well, look, first of all, it's the, it is the first time that there's going to be a climate change czar that is a main part of the administration. And it really is kind of a contrast to what we've seen with Donald Trump, who's pushed back on the environment, who's kind of opened up regulations to make it easier for industry to be able to do what they want to do, whether it has to do with drilling, whether it has to do with fracking. This is going to be an administration, in contrast, really putting climate first. Uh, and that's why you'll also see uh, Joe Biden move back towards the Paris Climate Accord. But bringing mm -hmm. someone like John Kerry in who has foreign policy background, who has a knowledge uh, of state leaders and world leaders and world issues, having worked at the State Department, this is a, a president-elect who is looking to fill these positions with experience, not just with people who have connections to corporate America. You know, there's a lot of focus on uh, that uh, commitment to climate change by uh, President-elect Biden. There's a lot of focus, certainly here in Alberta, about uh, Joe Biden's uh, promise a um, while back now to scrap uh, Trans Mountain. Has there been any more talk about uh, the future of that pipeline in Washington, Reggie? Well, I mean, look, it, it's very early in the days of that. And, and Joe Biden yeah. has been around the political game for a long time. So it's not like he would walk in on day one and, and kind of uh, go after every, um, every, every kind of uh, plan that's going forward. This would be uh, a conversation that he would take part in, uh, including Ottawa as well, to ensure that the best way forward happens. But there are people inside the United States that say, well, look, if Joe Biden is really ready to nix some of the pipelines, perhaps he'll start nixing the ones uh, in the United States as well, like the Dakota Access. So this is going to be something that he's going to be very involved with, along with his climate czar, uh, to try and figure out what the best way forward is, because this is a president who wants to put the environment first, but also understands that the majority of people who voted for him come from states where fossil fuels uh, and energy production yeah. is still a main driver of the economy. Hey, Reggie, before I let you go, we know that, uh, you know, President-elect Biden naming a, a number of, uh, of picks to certain posts. Uh, what, what jumped out at you uh, for those roles and uh, the, the, the people who are going in there? Well, look, number one, the names aren't household names. So most people aren't going to recognize the kind of stardom that they've kind of seen within the Trump cabinet over the last mm. four years. But what he's trying to do is diversify this cabinet, make it more representative of what the United States is, putting more uh, women into senior positions, putting more immigrants into senior positions. The one that will jump out most will be Janet Yellen, who is the former Federal Reserve chair. She has actively worked through economic crises before. This will be her opportunity as the Treasury Secretary to bring the United States out of an economic crisis crisis that's really been crippled during the pandemic. This is kind of a, a well-rounded cabinet for Joe Biden to try and advance America from where it's really been stuck for the last several months.
What are you going to be watching for in the days and weeks ahead, uh, Reggie? I mean, because, man, oh, man, I don't know. He, he, having a crystal ball in in, uh, in Washington would, would pay off, I'm sure, but you just never know what's going to happen. But what are you watching for next? Well, let's look to see what happens with the coronavirus pandemic. Now that Joe Biden's been given access to everything having to do with the pandemic and, and with vaccine rollout, if he's able to kind of get a better handle on what the situation will be when these vaccines are ready. But also remember, Joe Biden now has access under the hood to the entire government. So there's any possibility here that he, he and his team might uncover something that has kind of brushed to the side under the Trump administration for the last four years. So this kind of transition period really could open up a whole new can of worms that nobody even understood or knew existed, uh, simply because there's now another set of eyes looking at stuff that eyes were really not paying attention to. Oh boy, oh boy. Let's just uh, hope for the best. Reggie Cicchini checking in this afternoon. Appreciate your time, Reggie. Thank you.